On Monday, January 30th, 2023, the History Club hosted a roundtable discussion featuring members of the 1984 MCHS football team. They discussed the state title run in preparation of our second episode. This is the full roundtable discussion. The MCHS History Club presents the Book of Marshall. Marshall County, Tennessee is home to a rich and diverse history. Thank you for joining us as we investigate the past and preserve our stories for the future. The echoes of our past reverberate all the way through today. All that we have to do is listen. Welcome to the Book of Marshall. My name is Jeff Little. Everybody call me, the nickname is Bug. Football, they call me Hitman. That was it, Hitman. Perfect. (laughs) Danny Pickle. I can vouch for the hitman, no doubt, no doubt. Still coach here, teach, having a ball, still think about high school all the time. Keith Stacy, uh, I was a senior on the 84 team. I was a starting middle linebacker and tight end. Um, like Coach Pickle just mentioned, I can vouch for Bug. He was definitely a hitman. He didn't mind flying around. Uh, now, I'm, I'm going to add, too, that Bug didn't always know what we were doing on defense, but he knew where the ball was. And I, I say that kiddingly, Bug, he, he'd get after you. Uh, but like Coach Pickle said, I, I recall the 84 team with a lot of fondness. And the two coaches here today, Coach George and Coach Edens, have meant a ton to me in my life, still do. Uh, very special season. Me, too. But, Keith, you was a hit man, too. Now, now I wasn't – Everybody was hit man on on the on the team. Yeah, everybody was everybody was everybody was a hit hit man on the team. Well, because I, I, I could I could hit if I could get you in the right spot. I was always in the right spot. Now, once I got you in the right spot, I could actually play. And again, I'm kidding. Jeff Jeff was there. But yeah, everybody was on on the team. We we had a good squad, but you know, I main thing when we tackle. We don't want one person. We want two or three people around the ball. If one man can't get him down, if he got loose, somebody the other team, one of our players, we right there with him. We always dedicate a team, team, team tackling. That's how we was. That's how we was raised up, Coach Eaton's team tackling. That's that's our name. And everybody was wondering why could we last a long time in four quarters? We ran. We run the hill. With some, those are two things that I remember too. Yeah, um, and it didn't start in '84. No, uh, it started it, it back. It was in, a part of the culture, at least from the time I was there, and I feel satisfied before I ever, you know, came to the high school. I think it started when he started coaching there because you know too. that's when Todd and everybody was here, wasn't it, coach? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Every every practice ended with to the hill. To the hill. And. Uh, I always thought running down the hill was one. But, but you remember that year? Said that was a half one. But you remember that year we had to do a piggyback? Yeah. <laughs> Up and down the hill. I, I remember doing it almost every day. Yeah. <laughs> the, th- the thing about what we're talking about right here, again, I brag a lot on you two guys today. And I brag a lot on Coach Edens and Coach George today because I still remember Ringo and Lucky. That was this this guy right here, Ringo and Lucky. And I can remember the hard work. And I remember Coach Edens preaching to us that, you know, we got to do all this running, guys, because we're going to beat them because we're in better shape. 
And I tell my guys that today. You know, no, we don't run like we did in the 80s. Should, but maybe it'd be abuse or something. I don't know. But, you know, that's what that's how we won a lot of games. You all agree with that? I mean, we, we talent-wise, it, it is what it is. You know, we had Rodney, for instance. Rodney just made a corner. You, you yes. One block, yes. One block it was to the house and 200 yards a game or whatever. But, you know, after the fact, you realize, you know, hey, this is why we did this. You know, as, as a young guy playing ball, and, of course, I coach him now still, sometimes they question, why do we do this? Why do we do that? And why do we have to do this, you know, every single day, this drill or, or this every single day? The long haul. That's what it is. You're not going to win it today. And, of course, I preach it right now in the Kenny building too. When do we win football games, Coach? Weight run, off season. You gotta put you gotta put in the work, outwork your opponent. Yeah, most time off season when we come in, I probably be the last person to come run the whole block. The last person, the third person coming in. Well, you know yeah. what? I remember you running the block with uh, boots on. <laughs> yeah, fifty pound weight jacket and a pair of combat boots. I think I remember you running it. Like you would get real close to the finish and turn around and go get somebody. Yeah, push so them on. They thought you were last, but you'd already run <laughs> three fourths of it and then turned around and went back. Yeah, just help somebody out, you know. Yeah. Just push. We try to push each other back in the day. We pushed everybody, you know. That was our name. The game just push and hey, help, 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 help. What well, we weak at, we were strong at. That's that was our. Motto. And I think another thing that comes to my mind is how good we were on defense. And I always fancied myself a defensive player. And honestly, if I'd have never played offense, I would have been okay with it. Uh, especially those two years that I played guard, <laughs> my sophomore and junior year. Um, I was able to secure a spot at tight end in the spring of my junior year. Uh, that, that took a little convincing, I think, but uh, that worked out too. But it was the defensive side of the ball that I relished. See, those guard days really helped you. They did. Yeah, made you block better. They did. Uh, and I don't know that I was ever a great blocker, um, but, man, those defenses. Uh, and, again, we had good offenses too. But I want to say that over my three-year career as a varsity player, uh, I don't think we gave up over six points a game. I think of the whole season, what, under 60 points? Yeah. So you, had to, you, you were going to have to score at least twice on us to beat us, and you weren't going to do that because we weren't going to let you. Uh, so our defenses were stout. And we, we, I don't know why we believed in ourselves so much. I think it had a lot to, and it had a lot to do with the coaching staff uh, from Coach Eden's on down. Um, but I don't ever remember playing in a football game, ever. Even the ones we lost uh, throughout my career. And I'm talking about Brentwood Academy that put us out my sophomore year. Portland put us out my junior year. Uh, but even in those games, it was a one I don't game. ever remember not thinking we weren't going to win. Yeah. The confidence level was high. And it wasn't because we were the best athletes necessarily. 
I know in my case I wasn't. Uh, but we worked hard. We believed in the system. Um, you know, I look at coaching today, and I, I coached myself for, for a while after I got out of school. Uh, and you got huddle. You've got uh, uh, all these electronic ways to, to see your opponent, and you can see it on your phone at any time you want to. I remember ditto sheets. And uh, I remember Coach George's handwriting. Uh, he put every play that we ever ran on defense on uh, legal pad and had them yeah. marked off in little squares. And I think we knew that playbook as well as we knew anything. And then every week we would concentrate on the ones that we were going to run. But um, we believed in that. We believed in that system. We believed in our coaches. And Bug has said two or three times how much we uh, loved each other and supported each other, and we believed in each other. We hung out outside of school uh, a lot. And sometimes that wasn't a good thing. <laughs> but um, but we were a tight-knit group of players. And yep. all of that, I think, led to a lot of confidence and ultimately a lot of victories. Yeah, because what's so better when we hung out, you know, when somebody's down on the team, Hey, we got your back. That's what's so bad about it. When we playing ball, I get emotion because you know this was me. Football, it was a loving sport. Yeah, and, and we, we we've all played the game of football. Would you yeah. agree that football is probably the greatest, oh, the greatest. teacher yeah. of life? Uh, outside of maybe the military, which I've never been a part of. Yeah. I know Coach George has been in the military. But the things you do, uh, again, outside of the military, I think football comes the closest to being the most demanding thing, but it's also uh, – it rewards you uh, and it builds it builds you as a person, but it builds you as a group of, of, of young men uh, or men, depending on at what level you play it. Uh, just nothing like it. I know I still – have to call on some of those old memories and some of those old. Yeah, I can do this. Uh, when when life gets gets you down, you gotta you gotta have an answer. Yeah, most time when I go to the high school ball games everywhere, especially Pulaski here. If we play Pulaski, oh, you that guy to hit that guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, they they still talking about this thirty years, thirty five years, almost forty years. Yeah, but. Uh, that was amazing. 39. 39. Y'all yeah. seen why that team is so good. I mean, you know, I'm I'm proud that they had something while they were here in school and athletics that they can reminisce about. And the older you get, the bigger your tails get. <laughs> but uh, you know, we we were just proud to give you something to talk about, and enjoyed it too. Now the I I want to get to the Giles County Jeff Little hit. Um, <laughs> what was going through y'all's mind when y'all saw that? Like everybody else, when you go to a ball game, you walk the field and see where the lumps and stuff out, you know, where the cracks and everything. He come out and 
they come out and say, watch us, watch, watch, walk them down the field, see where the hose and stuff is. I'm going to score 100 yards. I'm going to score 1,000 yards on y'all tonight. Huh? Everybody looked at each other. You going to score? That just made me get hyper. Get hyper, and um, it just made me, well, it's time for him to go. <laughs> he almost went. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what that's what it was. You know, it was time for him. He said he's gonna run a thousand yards on us. I said, nah, not tonight. Best time to us get him is uh, if we kick to him, whatever. When he first touched the ball, we got to get him. Ask anybody. Coach George always saying, "This is the number one person on their team to do this and do that." Y'all tackling him, tap him one good time, hit him a couple times, they're gonna freeze up. That's that's the main thing we do. Quarterback, tailback, fullback, best receiver, whatever. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna put that helmet in your chest. We're gonna let you know we're there, and we're gonna stay there to the time, to the finish. Now, Coach Pick, what were you thinking when he hit it? Well, <laughs> I've known Bug for a long time, and and the you know something that. Keith has mentioned some, too, is how close we all were. You know, we went out on Friday nights after games. Probably shouldn't have stayed out as late as we did some <laughs> nights. But but Jeff's been in the car with me before, Petey Allen, Rodney, and all, all, all the guys. And, and we hung together. Th this dude right here was as gentle as anybody in the hallways of the school. But when he put that helmet on and buckled up, I mean – Coach had some plays on offense where he'd go in a little short motion, do his crack block. Holy cow, he'd take a linebacker's head off. And, and oh, the whole line. we anticipated, because <laughs> if I remember correctly, before that game, standing out in front of that little dressing room we had right there, same dressing room that the visitors have right now down at Giles County. I can remember this dude right here just, just couldn't be still. He, he just couldn't be still. <laughs> and, you know, next thing you know, the ambulance is on the field. And the dude's helmet's laying way back here somewhere. And, of course, you, you don't want to cheer when somebody's hurt. But I know this guy. Gentle as, as an angel walking down the hallways. But when he buckled up, it was on. I'm just glad he didn't hit me. I hit you. I got in trouble. I got in trouble. I had to run some mouth. I, I hit everybody on the practice. You, did, you didn't hit me like you did that I guy. I hit everybody on the practice. Why you do that? Well, and bull in the ring and hey. Oklahoma and all that good stuff. Why you yes. do that? They're going to get hit on the field or something. They, hey, if they take my lick, they can take a lick and keep on taking. You know, that's yeah. – hey. I agree. And, and that's another thing, too. Um, We were in full pads a lot. On game uh, days. And, and, and on game days, we was in full pads. Tackled, tackled to the ground in practice. And, and you know, now football is, is more of a finesse sport, especially on the offensive side, to where, you know, we might be full pads two days a week in your shorts and shells or whatnot. But um, it, it was just a different animal in those days. Yeah, and, back and, in the day, we were and, hey, uh, fully dressed, rain, rain, snow, whatever. Uh, and it was no question where, no hey, question. coach, we going out in shorts today. It was no question. <laughs> you come and ask him when you're going in, hey, he'll tell you when you're going in the shorts. And sometimes no. he might, you might go out in shorts. Still here. Still here. <laughs> then, then, then he go say, that ain't right. Y'all go back and put your pants on. Hey, you got 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes, come back and put your pants on and come and be back down on that field and do hey, and do everything over. 
With a few cockeyed in there. <laughs> Dad Vernon and cockeyed. Yes, sir. One of my favorite words to this day is cockeyed. I, I love that. it. I got that from my daddy. Well, it still lives. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Jeff, I've told you, we just got through telling this while ago, was when we were on the sideline and you hit that boy, his helmet came off. And so help me, I thought his head came off. And I was looking around, and uh, what it was, the crowd was just wild. Our crowd was wild. And then all of a sudden, it was silence. You could hear a pin drop. Yeah. You could hear me yelling, too, get up. I'm not done. I'm not done. Get up. <laughs> Do you remember who recovered his helmet? We had two guys that died on the helmet. No, I, uh, I can't remember who I was. I don't remember that. I don't know who recovered the helmet, but uh, I know you or Coach Edwin had me by my shoulder back. Come back. Come back. <laughs> Them were the fun days. Now, am I remembering correctly that we always played Giles County on the week of Labor Day? Second game. Usually. Yeah. And, and I hated Monday Labor Day practice. I think that's what put us in a foul move to start with. Um, plus, it was Giles County, right? And we, we never were in love with Giles County. No love lost at all. We're a no-loss, low-loss to whoever we play with. You know, we just, yeah, we just, when we hooked up, hey, we're going to go home or we're here to, here to fight or here to go. That's And we come to fight. When we went to White House, y'all senior year, I kept thinking all week long, oh, crap, we've been up there and got beat first round. We got up there and got beat first round. So, I, I sat in my den just trying to imagine what White House would do on first down plays. And then I imagined what they'd do on second down plays. And so I just worked myself up to a tizzy. And so couldn't I go to bed, couldn't go to sleep and all that. I'd get up and get a pen and start doing all that stuff. So finally I just said, rolled all that paper stuff up and I rolled it back. I said, we're going to do exactly what we've been doing. Then we get there, and it's cold. And the, and the grass, that brand new field. No no patches of grass. This, that, that, that. <laughs> my feet like to froze off. I had a little thin pair of socks and my cowboy boots on, and it was cold, cold. Uh, but the good thing after that, uh, uh, what's Jeff's last name, coach up there? Who don't? Well, anyway, he's still coaching. He's not a head coach. But uh, he said, Coach, y'all going to go a long ways. And um, I said, what t tells you that? And he said, your defense. Your defense hits good and gets the ball good and all that. So that was that was good to hear. <laughs> yeah, Coach Coach, uh, coach George always say, three deep. <laughs> three deep. That's his, hey, three deep. You got to stay three deep. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's all we play. Yeah. Of course, it's, football was different back yeah. then. Yeah. We play a little every now and then, man on the split inside, but most of them yeah. just get, don't get beat deep. You know, hey, make them go the long way because I knew there wasn't too many of them going the long way. <laughs> and as far as that White House game goes, I do remember it being so cold. It was a brand uh, new school. Man, it was cold. Down in, you know, it was cutting down in that hole. Yeah. And the air was coming through there, man. It was it was cold. And I believe that was the closest game we played in the 14-7. 14-7. Yeah. And 
we, either we were up by seven at the half or trailing at the half. I don't remember. I don't remember. But I do know it was a one-score game. And even though Brentwood Academy came next and that was never one, easy. That was a one-score game. Um, that was a, one, a touchdown. Y'all spent 7-6. 7-6 was a Brentwood game. I remember that. No, uh, we beat them worse than that. The first game was a 7-6. They put us out one game. Oh, yeah. 7-6. Yeah. Yeah, we got that yeah. was in a previous year, yeah. but on, mm-hmm. in that year we beat them a little more than one score, I yeah. believe. Twenty-one to seven, but twenty-one to fourteen, something, something like, like that. Yeah. To take away the uh, championship game, y'all's best ball game that y'all had was Smiling. Smiling, my far. Yeah. Smiling had some athletes now, and uh, but I tell you a story about Smiling. Um, Ernest Fields was their yeah. running back. And he was a linebacker, went on to play at Tennessee as a linebacker, and then played, uh, I think he got drafted or signed as a free agent with the Cowboys. Didn't, I don't think he ever played any NFL ball, but uh, he did play in the uh, old arena league, and he played for the Nashville Cats. Um, when I was coaching, we went to Maplewood uh, back in the, I guess, the mid-2000s. And uh, it was really cold that night as well. And I've stepped into the officials' dressing room just to warm up before we went out on the field. And I'm standing there with the officials and talking to them. And Mm -hmm. as we were introducing ourselves, uh, one of them said, I'm Ernest Fields. And I said, from Milan. He said, yes, sir. And, of course, he didn't know me. I told him who I was and what team I played for, and he said, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> uh, but it, uh, it, And if I remember correctly, we put him out of the game on the yeah. opening kickoff as well. I can't remember. Yeah, it wasn't as big a hit as what Jeff had against Giles County, but it, I do think he – I don't think he played after that. Uh, and I, if I remember, we beat them 25 to nothing. 25 no. And they were not impressed with our size. No, as we got I, off I've already the bus. told them, but I left out a key word. But. Yeah, yeah, we we had some disparaging remarks from their players as we were getting off the bus. And uh, I, told, I told Petey, I said, you know, just kind of settle down a little bit. I said, I'm gonna give you something that will break their backs. And so I don't know if it's on the first time we scored or the second time we scored. I believe it was second, but we put Rodney. We had a yeah. double eight. We put Rodney. And had a two wide outs, two tight ends, and put Petey at tailback, walked in. Yeah. He came out off the field, and I said, There it is. Yeah, <laughs> me. I think they kind of want to hit on a little bit of everything, but uh, I think all of y'all were fortunate to have people behind you. The town was behind you. No, we had a crowd following us. And yeah. I don't care, Saturday morning, Everybody didn't have to ask, did Lewisburg get beat or did they win? They knew, but mm-hmm. uh, our our booster club, our quarterback club did an outstanding job of promoting y'all. And uh, I, one of the things that I told them was, do y'all remember uh, practicing for Brentwood Academy? Yeah. What happened then? They had a plane to come over. And, and drop out paper about how good Brentwood Academy was and how much they're going to beat this old country school from Lewisburg and on down the line. Uh, believe it or not, they enjoyed doing all that stuff. 
and then if you remember riding a bus up, go over to the field, we had police and county. The police and county got here early to see which one would be first. <laughs> and then we'd have sirens going all, all the way over there, and I told them, when you turn up to get on Morrisville Highway, sometimes we had to wait there for a long period of time because of the traffic going into the football field. Then we'd get up to White Drive and had to turn left, and then finally they got smart and just took the police on the left side and got us in. <laughs> and uh, the day that we played in the state championship game, we were wondering how long of a line that we would have behind the old yellow bus. And it, it was long, but y'all sure had a lot of support yeah. from everybody in Marshall County. Yeah, I, I remember uh, looking forward to the Tribune and Gazette coming out. Um, oh, I forget the days, but it was a two-day-a-week yeah. paper. Uh, and you always wanted to see that issue prior to Friday night's game because you knew the coverage was going to be several pages, and you just loved reading about uh, you know what we were about to embark on on that week, and then you read that following issue, which was always a post-game article. Uh, of course, you like to see your name in the paper and how many tackles you had, and that. But it was just a great, a great time, great coverage. And going back to the Brentwood Academy game, um, they only had one set of bleachers, and it was all on. One side on the on, the on home one side on one on the hometown yeah. yeah. hometown. So by the time their fans showed up that night, there weren't any seats left, and they didn't they didn't appreciate that. But they they had no answer for the following that we were going to have, and uh, I, I don't know how that got worked out, but was, I do remember was, it being an issue that their their people didn't have their first seat, shot at the seats. That was another of our quarterback club, and. Uh, Roger Barnes was the one that asked the question, hey, Coach, do they have reserve seats? I said, no, not for the playoffs. And I said, best thing y'all can do is to get a bunch of people there and take the 50-yard line. And so when we pulled up on the bus, they were standing at the gates, and the gates wouldn't open then. And uh, I mean, it was probably Roger, but I remember a bunch of them hollering, let us in, let us in. And they took fifty yard line. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's that's most of the time everything every game. <coughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Quarterback. Yeah. Hey, they fifty yard line with Marshall County. No matter what, you know, if they did, um, if they had one bleachers, you talking about Marshall County gonna take people gonna sit down. You know, Marshall County people gonna stand up. But you know, their our players. You know, hey, that's the way it was. I also remember, uh, I don't think I ever played in a game, uh, baseball or football. And I didn't play basketball, Jeff did, but I would say the same is true for basketball that wasn't broadcast on local radio. And I don't know that every school, even back then, could say that they had a, a, a voice of their team that called every game. And that's still the yep. case here in Marshall, Marshall County. County. So yes. uh, that, I think there's a lot to be said for the ongoing effort by a lot of people in this county to not only follow get, get behind and follow sports, but to promote them and then to financially back them as well. We used to have Thursday nights. Y'all remember that? 
what we do on Thursday night? Go eat. Go eat. <laughs> Grill out hamburgers, whatever, you uh, know. Hamburgers, if we won, it was yeah. steak. Steak, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if we didn't, of course, we we were undefeated, so we had steaks all the time. And uh, I would take my driver ed car and go out to J&J &J on the old Columbia Highway, and uh, you wouldn't <laughs> – you wouldn't realize the amount of steaks that we got. And another thing that we did, too, we invited all the daddies, and they would come in and cook the uh, steaks for us and then probably eat half of them while they were cooking. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the Mr. Johnson was out there, and he was nice to always have them on there. And he said, I know y'all going to win, so I'm going to go ahead and order them. So that was another good thing our, our quarterback club did. Now, y'all had actually scrimmage Brentwood in that summer, and y'all got drilled? Yeah. Right. Yeah. We, we scrimmaged Brentwood Academy, I'm going to say, in August. Uh, maybe July. Y'all remember that? But most yeah. of the time. We scrimmaged them on our practice field and didn't fare too well against no, them. Yeah, well that, that's mostly – Coach Eden, when we had scrimmages, we all – back then was 2A and 3A. That was that – we used to line up on the 10-yard line down near the road. And we, we would put 13 or 14 boys on defense. Yes. <laughs> and you had three downs, sometimes four downs to score. And uh, that was a good means of yep. running over people then. But we'd have people stop and watch, yeah. watch from the roads. So yeah. yeah, we had a lot of people out yeah. watching us practice, you know, just – and I, think, I think that's a tradition that still continues. You know, I I know it's a different yeah. practice field now, but pretty good little perch up there, right, Coach? Yeah, it is. To, to it sit is. and watch practice. You know, as a coach or a player, either one, you love seeing all that. Now, yeah, granted, I wish we had more community involvement now, um, different times, and I understand that too, but quarterback cl club is still good for us now. Um, you know, maybe not generate the money as we did in the 80s or whatnot. And we had some great guys on that quarterback club in those days that really was for the team as well as the coaches. But, uh, you know, you sit here reminisce a lot. And I know every time I see Delane, we, we talk about something. And uh, – but I know – you I know you see everybody, anybody that plays on the 80s, 80 football team, well, you talk, you're going to talk about something. You, about, you're going to talk about know? something. Yeah. And, and, you know – Delane's a brother for life, just like, you know, these guys are too. And um, remember the Page game. Was it homecoming maybe? Um, we, did, we, we, we didn't play too well the first half. And, and, and we, were, <laughs> we were down. But, but I, I still tell this story right here. You know, the little locker room at our home place yeah. is, you know, the old concession stand deal and a small locker room. And we're all in there with our heads down and everything. And, the managers at the time had these little uh, steel crates with little individual, uh, probably sundrop cups in those days with red Gatorade, I think, or red something that night for us to drink. And Coach was always um, pretty, uh, pretty good speeches at begin the game, halftime, and everything. And of course, Coach Eden's pacing back and forth, and we're thinking, man, we are we're fixing to get lit up. And and if I remember correctly, Coach got that Gatorade and <laughs> slung it. <laughs> and buddy, I don't know if they gained another yard the second half. I'm gonna be honest with you. And we, I think it was 26 to 19 final, 
I think they they might have been up on us nineteen to six at the half, or might have been nineteen nothing. And of course, halftime they going in at nineteen to nothing. Yeah, and and these were page teams that were not supposed to be. No, they're they're not quite. They weren't quite as good then as as they are now. No. Of course, they've been to the 5A championship they've game the last two, two years, years yeah. two in a row. But that's not the kind of page things we're talking about. No. So, to be down to them was definitely a homecoming <laughs> but yeah. issue. But uh, Page had they had some good boys. They, they had did. quality, you know, players too, just like they do now. But you know, hey, we didn't. Hey, they like OG now always said they put their pants on just like we do. <laughs> they might not hit like we do, <laughs> but we hey, we're gonna show them. And the pants they put on may be bigger, yeah. and longer, but, but they still go on one leg at a time. Well, y'all have been very generous with your time, so I guess I – is there any – we got one more? One more. Okay, so the weather difficulties, that state championship week, how did that play a role into – we still have guys go out in short sleeves, long sleeves. We, hey. I'll I, I tell you what I remember. We, we went to – Murfreesboro, Murfreesboro yeah. during the week to prepare to play on turf, not to play in weather. And uh, when we got over there, their turf was iced over yeah. with similar weather that they're calling for today. Um, so we didn't get a whole lot out of that because we didn't have the shoes for it, nor did, you know, we weren't expecting to play on a turf that was iced over. Um, I do remember a lot of guys, and it, I wasn't one of them. I wore my tennis shoes, the same ones I wore to school every day. Yeah. But a lot of guys, Bug, I don't remember if you were one or Danny, if you, but a lot of guys bought those turf yeah, shoes. Yeah, turf shoes, yeah, I bought a pair of turf shoes, yeah. And they, they, did, they did not do well at Vanderbilt yeah. because if I remember, they were plastic yeah. and they needed to be rubber because they there had been some snow that week. That had to be pushed off the field. Now we didn't really, we didn't have to play in snow. Snow on the bleachers. Yeah. Snow on the bleachers, but the field was wet. But uh, the kind of turf shoes that that we ended up, or some of you ended up getting, were not the kind that. So a lot of people were putting tennis shoes on at the half, or swapping with somebody who didn't, who maybe didn't play a whole lot. Field was slick. Field was slick. Um, pr pretty cold. It was a daytime start, but a nighttime finish. Um, the snow that they pushed off the field to the sides started melting. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it turned cold. Yeah. And then on the sides, I don't know how far out, but on my side, from about the hash mark to the sidelines, was just a little thin layer of ice. And uh, we, we, we went on <laughs> no, and broke I, the ice. <laughs> so I always have to tell this story when we're talking about this season. Um, two, two different times during the playoffs, our sideline got an unsportsmanlike penalty. And I don't know whether that was on you directly, Coach Edens, or was this something on our sideline. But one of those games was Brentwood Academy. And we had a third and 25. And I caught a pass. I was not the primary receiver. <laughs> But I did catch a pass in the flats and and got 26 or 27 yards and got the first down. But then the big one was in the state championship game. Uh, it, it was a nip and tuck game back and forth. I don't think we ever trailed in that game, but we never were comfortably ahead either. What? Uh, Marion County? Yeah. We were behind 6 nothing. Okay, we were behind at yeah. one point. 
And then I caught, oh. then I caught the first yeah. slant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and right. We, I caught the first slant across the middle, and and then we went. And, hey, we say it's time to buckle up or put up. Yep. And, and, hey, we and went from, from there out. on out, it was just kind of we didn't trail, but we never felt like we had a good enough lead to we could salt it away. Well, we were late in the game. And there was a penalty on the sideline yeah. that pushed us back to that another. That was probably on me. That probably was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think it was for good reason. Uh, but we had another third and 25. And I came out of the game, which I didn't do a lot. I played just about every snap of every game. Uh, but for some reason, I was out of the game on the play where we got the penalty. And uh, Coach Ease, I'll never forget this. Puts his arm, his right arm around me, leans into the my ear hole of the of my helmet, and he says, "Pro right ninety, flea flicker left." <laughs> a play that we had run two other times during the season, yeah. once against Stewart County for a touchdown, and once against Milan for a touchdown. And it, this was not a play you wanted to put on film a lot. This was a play you ran when you needed 25 yards or 75. <laughs> the need, the, my thinking behind that was we're going to run this and we'll have at least 10 yards. And that'll, when we punt the ball, we'll get 10 yards on it. So you go ahead and take Yeah, it. so I, went, I carried the play onto the field and gave it to Sean Whaley, our quarterback. He calls it in the huddle. And we, it ran like clockwork. I mean, I split wide to the left, and and believe me, I'm not a split in. <laughs> and I was on another split, and yeah. hey, next thing you know, hey, Rodney coming down the sideline. <laughs> yep. But so, was, if, if you go back and watch the uh, disc on this thing, Fred Mustang's got it right to the T. You know, we we have third down and 25, I believe. Holy cow! What do you call? Oh, that's right. <laughs> what do you? Holy cow! What do you call on third down and 25 or whatever it was? Then all of a sudden, you know, we run down, we score, and Fred says, that's what you run. <laughs> 75 yards? Yeah. Tommy Harris was – He was he was flying down the sideline. He almost outrun Rodney. <laughs> yeah. oh, but we had some workhorses, though. Everybody, you know, put their effort in, work hard, and that's how, that's how we come out on top. Two, two thoughts I have. No, number one, I don't know that I knew going into that game. That's the last football game I ever played in. I've not played in one since. I thought I might play college ball. and had one chance to do that and ended up not doing it. Um, but looking back, I, I don't remember going into the game thinking, well, my career is over after this game, win or lose. Uh, but, it, but it was. And um, with all the things that we've talked about, I will say that, that that year, more than any year, but really my entire three-year varsity career and even my freshman year, was probably the, the closest experience I've ever had to being treated like a king. Uh, I think about what pro athletes have thrown at them with they, they want for nothing uh, in the way of publication, the attention, and the things they need to be successful. That's what my experience was like 
for all four years, but especially that year. It, you were treated like a king by the community, by the school, by the faculty, by our coaches. Now, we worked hard. We, I feel like we earned it, but, but we were treated very well. And then the second thought I always have about that season is I don't think I would have ever dreamed that we'd be sitting here almost 40 years later and there's not been another one. I don't know whether that makes what we did more special or what. And so oftentimes I'm asked, do you think y'all's team could beat the 2000-whatever team? And you know what my answer is? Yeah, we could beat them. We would beat them. We would hurt them. We would hurt them. I answer answer yes for two reasons. Number one, I'm not going to have to do it. Nobody's ever going to make me prove it. But number two, I just know how tough we were, how tough our practices were, and, and as Bug has pointed out several times, how, how vicious we were, uh, just tough. Um, but I am ready for Marshall County to win another football championship. I'm ready for that. Me too. Uh, I, I was fortunate to play on the first baseball state championship, and Coach George took a, two teams back-to-back after that, so – I'm not in that club by myself anymore, but it is special to say you were the first. We were the first team to win a playoff game in Marshall County football history and obviously to win a state championship. And that's still special to this day. But um, I got one more. Um, I got kicked out of ball game. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's when we were playing Pulaski at home. Wonder why. <laughs> Said I was spearing. I jumped over the guy, hit the fence. <laughs> Coach, he argued with the referee. He speared him. He didn't touch. I didn't touch him. But they threw a flag. Hey. Yeah. But you didn't have to sit out a game back then. No, no. no I, I didn't have to play. I didn't play the rest of that game. Coach, he was a marked man. Dude. I was a marked man. <laughs> everybody, hey, when we played everybody, I guess – Number ten, number ten was y'all get him out and knock the defense out. They didn't know. I had backup. <laughs> I wasn't the only one. Somebody else. If I get put out of the game, we got somebody else to step up. Well, Jeff, I, I played beside different outside linebackers every year that I played in the middle, and yeah. I started in the middle uh, from my. The last game of my freshman year until that 84 championship game. And I played with Brad Gatlin, Dirk Shelton, Kenny Hopwood, Bubba Griffin, James O'Neill, Kevin Osborne, and Jeff Little. I remember all of you because you were on my right and my left. And I don't think I ever played with any of you more than one year as, as a as a group of three in our 5-3 defense. Um, and it's hard for me to say, well, which were the two that flanked me that, were, that I'd want out there every time we played. And I, I can honestly say that I'd take you, Brad Gatlin, and Bubba Griffin. I appreciate now, that's not to say the others weren't good because Kevin Osborne made a good linebacker yeah. in the end. And James O'Neill was a good linebacker James, when all was said Creed, and done. We call him Creed. James O'Neill, we call him Creed, but he he, yeah. he was a hitter. 
Yep, he was a hitter. But I, I loved playing where I played and when I played. Danny, I want to say this to the, you and to the uh, football team and head coach and all that. The time from 84 to now, there's a long time in between. But for – and y'all can see it every year that everybody wants you to be in that state championship game. And I've always said it's the first of anything that you have, first kid, first kiss, first whatever, was always special. But there's been time enough between 84 and now to be like uh, first time again. And I think once you ever start that, get there, I think all that we've talked about on 84 is going to be centered right around y'all. But y'all have done a great job. And uh, – it's um, it's exciting, but it's also sometimes it kind of gets under your skin that uh, you don't go as far as you thought you could go. That was that's what always got me. You know, I had some teams I thought we should be there, and uh, sometimes it, we ran into Brentwood Academy. Y'all've got there's always going to be a Brentwood Academy. Y'all y'all've got uh, Pearl Cone. And uh, every, there's always that team that's going to keep it. But if you ever beat that team, you're going to win one. Yes, sir. I, I certainly agree. Well, yeah. Pearl Cone is like the Brentwood Academy right yeah, now. That's right. It, it is. And, and they're, they're going to be good again this year, no doubt. They, they didn't lose, but maybe four starters. Um, but, you know, you credit all that to Coach Osteen. He's, he's phenomenal. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's changed a lot of the culture here. From, from the years past. And, uh, you know, he, he – you know, I feel really fortunate and, and that he's letting me be a part of the staff. You know, the culture is, I think, is there right now. Um, we just got to get the, the pieces in the right spot, the so to speak. The talent. The, the, talent, the talent's been here, no doubt. Talent. Oh, it's, 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 it's been place. here. And, of course, you know, you, you can sit back, you know, and, and just – see what's going on in the, in the weight room down there right now, and, and you see kids busting their rear end and, and getting all their reps and getting stronger. Um, you know, football has changed tremendously, um, you know, from the old 50 front days and double tight end on offense and stuff like that. Of course, we're total 100% spread now, and, and most teams are, and – you know, it, it, it puts more pressure on defenses when you're spread. You know, you're spreading the field out and creates bigger running lanes for a running back on those zone plays and stuff offensively. But defensively, uh, football hasn't changed that much, in my opinion. You still got to get after somebody. I, I got out of coaching in 09 or 10, somewhere along there. And I, if I remember, it, it was starting to get to where defenses, you, didn't, you couldn't huddle on defense. Right. Because the no-huddle offense forces you to have a defense on the field and you can line up right now. And sometimes they catch you in a mismatch. I think to me, from from you know, from a fan's perspective now, that would be the hardest thing. That and coaching defensive backs. Yeah, yeah uh, I, I would agree with that. To, you know, all the multiple coverages you have and, and, and whatnot. Two receivers, four receivers, five receivers.
Today's episode of The Book of Marshall is sponsored by MCHS alumni, Anna Childress, Angela Willsford, Brent Edens. We are also sponsored by Dairy Queen of Lewisburg, located at 850 North Ellington Parkway in Lewisburg, Tennessee. At DQ, we flip for blizzards. Last, the History Club would like to thank our greatest supporters, and that's you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If you like what we are doing, please follow or subscribe to stay up to date on each chapter of the Book of Marshall. And don't forget to leave us a review. We are so thankful for our community and for your support. Stay tuned. Season 2 will be coming soon.